0: Hi, this is Rosalinda, the host of Faith Fuel Podcast, the show where we hear voices of people transforming the world for Jesus, pastors, leaders, entrepreneurs, and world changers. So sit down, relax, or keep it driving. It's time to get some wholehearted, wide open, and yes, sometimes side-splitting encouragement and direction for your life. So get ready to get fired up. Our words matter. you how, do you know anybody negative? We can speak life. we could speak hope, we could speak joy, but what comes out of our mouth makes a difference. You know, my husband and I were in ministry full time, so we are constantly dealing with everybody, and sometimes there are challenges and the other day it was like we got on this roll like every morning dealing with other people 's issues, and I was actually laying in my bed and I was like, "This is a no zone." Yeah. We're not going to hear anybody's problems in this little square right here. And we started really trying to make an effort. Very first thing that comes out of our mouth has to be a praise to the Lord. Amen. And we're going to have coffee and we're going to go on our walk before we're going to hear anything negative. Because when you hear negative things, that affects your day. Have you ever woke up and you're going to have the most amazing day in your whole entire life and all of a sudden somebody told you something and then you're kind of like draggy the rest of the day? We have the power to influence other people's lives, our own lives, whether it's talking to our family, texting a friend, or how about this word, the silent word. So one day, there was a discussion in my house. They were talking about like husbands and wives and how they argue, and then my daughter blessed me so much because she was like, you know, mom just says, you know, you can win. You know, and like when my husband and I get in an argument, she's like, mom just kind of, she's a peacemaker and just kind of bows out. I'm so glad she cannot remember her childhood year because that came many years later after counseling and therapy. And I had to learn how to go, you know, it's okay. You can win. Right. <laughs> but you know what? The way we handle things will determine a lot. Our word shape, our thinking influence actions. They change lives. And see, here's the deal is that we have to be really careful how we use our words because our words sting. How many of you know that just one little word or one little look can sting somebody? Have you ever seen somebody that looks so sweet, but then when they open their mouth, it just is crazy. Come on, somebody. Well, here's the deal. People probably think that about us oh, she looks so sweet. And then all of a sudden you're not even paying attention. And somebody sees ugliness come out of our mouth. One time my husband and I were at Christmas and we were at the mall and um, we were having it out. It was like black Friday. We're in the mall. We're just having this huge discussion. I mean, it was an argument. It was a straight argument. And so I felt like somebody like near us. So we're arguing, arguing, and then I saw her kind of scoot around. She was trying to get our eye contact, you know. But we were, we were in the argument, you know. If we're going to do it, we're going to do it right. And then all of a sudden, I kind of felt like she knows us. And so I was like, I look at Carlos, and I was like, and I do this whole hand signal, like, there's a chick behind us. She knows us. Fix your face. Shh. Smile. And so I turn around. I was like, hey, can I help you? She's like, oh, I, you guys were talking, but I just want to tell you I'll see you at church Sunday. But look, we don't know who's around us and what comes out of our mouth, if we're not careful, can sting. When I was little, I remember somebody said, hey, come look, there's a honeycomb. It's like, a honeycomb? I love honeycomb cereal. This ought to be great. And so I like bent right in and I got really close to that bee, just close enough that it could sting me. And you know what? I went flying because guess what was behind that bee? A lot more bees. And once you are stung once, you don't forget it. But you know what? Sometimes we can look pretty like that bee, but what comes out of our mouth can totally sting somebody. Sometimes it's a loud sting and they know you're coming, but sometimes we can be kind of passive-aggressive with our words and we could really go after people. Sometimes we do it and we wish we could go back. And you know, the thing about the beehive here, is that you got to be so careful because have you ever heard of anaphylaxic shock? Do you know 60 to 70 people die a year from bee stings? And here's the thing is that we are much like busy bees. And we can look really sweet on the outside, but sometimes if we open our mouth, we could really let it out. And that's where we got to surrender our words to Christ. We can produce the sweetness that is incomparable to any other sweetness, but treat us wrong one time, right? You're all nice, but treat me wrong one time, and whoo, my stinger is coming out. We know how to get back at people, and here's the deal. If we don't kill you, we're going to leave you stunned. If we don't hurt you, we will leave you with a pain in a matter of seconds because we can be quiet and passive-aggressive. And women are so good at that. We're so good. You know, I work with a, a group of men and a group of ladies, and, and I deal with sometimes anger management. And what I notice is with the guys they will get mad, they can punch a wall, and they're like over it. A girl, oh, she's slick. She comes in and stabs you with her words, turns the knife slowly, pulls it out with slow intent, and lets you walk until you bleed a slow death. And what happens is this is that if we're not careful, we'll use our killer bee power. Which one are you? Are you sweet like honey? Do you look sweet from the front and then let your anger come out? Do you let your words sting people? Look, I remember one time at church, we had an event, and I was about 12 or 13, and we were singing on the stage, and all of a sudden, a bee, I saw the bee. It was like slow action. It went right toward me and stung me in the chest. And I'm singing, 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 and then all of a sudden, I go down. But you know, to this day, I still have the scar. I was 12 years old. That was like you know, five years ago, but um, just kidding. But do you know that it doesn't hurt anymore, but it reminds me of that moment? And when you get stung once, you never forget it. And so here's the deal, when I see bees now, I'm a whole lot more conscious about my surroundings. You see, here's the deal. The same bees that produce the sweet, sweet, sweet taste produce the sting. So what comes out of your mouth could be really, really, really sweet, or it can be a sting. But something is going to happen with the words that we say. Did you know there's 3,000 types of honey? The honey is very, very sweet. And there's a scripture in the Bible, Psalms 119, 103, says, How sweet are your words to my taste. Sweeter than honey to my mouth. And the psalmist felt the words of God was as pleasant to him as sweet things. Has anything ever been so stingy and so rough in your life that you just needed to hear something sweet? You just needed to hear the encouragement of God. You just needed to open up the word because everything was crazy around you. And all of a sudden the words of God begin to come inside of you so sweet. And it kind of lifts that pain. You begin to listen to the word of God and read it. Well, the psalmist begins, and I'm going to read you an actual commentary. It says, how sweet. He expresses the fact of their sweetness. But as he cannot express the degree their sweetness, in the Bible, the psalmist actually yells out how sweet, how sweet and good God's word is. Do you know when that was written, there was only five books in the Bible See, we have the whole book of the Bible. We have all these amazing stories in the New Testament. We have all of these stories that we can read the Bible and be like, yeah, that's right. If they did it, I could do it. If God saved Daniel, he can save me. If God saved David, he can save me. If God answered Hannah's prayer, then he can save me. Well, this guy didn't have all of that. Yet he said... My God, how sweet your word is. Psalms 3408 says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. If you've tasted a coffee and it's the bottom of the grinds and it is so bitter, and until you add the cream and until you add the sugar to it, you can't fix the flavor. Well, if you're going through something in your life that's really, really bitter, what you've got to add to your life is the sweetness of God. Amen. And you do that by reading his word. Proverbs 16, 24 says, gracious words are a honeycomb. That means it's not just a drip of honey. It's a big old honeycomb. When you have gracious words come out of your mouth, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. Do you know when somebody's ugly words come out, it actually can make you sick? Have you ever been sick? Like your nerves, your stomach, your emotions? You hear a word you didn't want to hear or you maybe said something you regret? Well, the Bible says that gracious words are as a honeycomb sweet to the soul. You see, our words matter, but what also what we allow in our hearts, in our ears, and in our minds matters. You know, so many people, they are watching their diet these days, and we have to exercise. We have to eat right, but we have to have a spiritual diet, not just over here and in our mouth, but it's in our mind and in our heart that makes the difference. See, during the pandemic, it's even easy to feel more tired, worn down, and the sweetness of life feels like sometimes it is run out. And if you feel that way, then it is time to check your spiritual diet. In the same way that junk food makes us sluggish, also watching TV affects us. I actually have never watched a series in my life until the pandemic. Binging! Have you ever just watched one show? No, we were watching like one, two, three. I'm so mad certain of them are over now, right? And so all of this junk and all of their problems are going into our ears. See, you watch this and then you don't realize how draggy you feel. But if you will read the word of God and you will let the goodness of God come into your heart, you get up, you have energy, you have focus, amen? See, bees are busy, but what are they busy doing? They're cultivating the honey and protecting their tribe. They know they have to store up to survive. As Christians, we have to do the same thing. So how do we store up just like these bees? We come together. And so that's one of the ways that we store up. We store up by worshiping. You don't have to have a worship team. Make a playlist and listen to positive music. Listen to words that are going to affect your mind and your spirit. Ask yourself, when was the last time you felt the overwhelming, sweet presence of God? Where the aroma of anointing of the Lord is... And here's the thing, the Bible feeds us spiritually. You know, I'm on this keto diet, so I went to Barnes and Noble, and I got all these keto recipes, and that's great. I'm having fun, I'm learning how to cook, I'm doing new things, it's taking care of my physical body. But if I don't get my spiritual body in order, how many of you know I'm still going to be draggy and out of shape? Right? Can I hear an amen on that? See, you have to feed your soul and feed your mind the Old Testament prophet Jeremiah said, your words were found and I ate them. Your words became to me the gladness and joy of my heart. That's in Jeremiah fifteen sixteen. He had to talk about this destruction was coming and this doomsday was coming. And so they called him the weeping prophet, but he needed joy in his life. And he says, so when I found your word, When I found the Bible, it was like eating. It was like food to my soul. Have you ever read something that you're like, oh, you can buy things and you think I'm going to buy a new pair of shoes and that's going to make me feel amazing. See, you can go out and do that. You can try to get a new look. You can try to get a new career. You can try to get a new hobby. But if you don't fill yourself spiritually with the word of God, you will always be lost and feeling empty. How many of you can agree with that? You see, the Bible does something for us that nothing else will. So what does it mean when he said, eat the word of God? For Jeremiah, that meant it wasn't physical eating, but it was a spiritual receiving of the word of God as food. And food signifies anything you take in to satisfy you. Anything that you take in to sustain and strengthen you. For Jeremiah to take God's word as food meant he received God's word as spiritual nourishment. I promise you, if you want to change your outlook, if you want to wake up happy, if you want to live a level life, if you want to be sustained, you need to put that word of God in. And when you start feeling draggy, Don't go to the music that's talking about, I lost my dog, I lost my truck, and I lost my man, okay? But go to the word of God where he says that he will lift us up and put our feet on a rock, amen? That he goes before us, that the battle is already won, amen? That the promises are yes and amen for our life. So whatever you're filling yourself with is going to come out of your mouth. If you're filling yourself with the love of God, you're going to be less likely to sting somebody. See, if you are putting yourself in, in the word of God, the words that come out, we've got to be so careful, guys. I just want to tell you, I say this all the time, Facebook is not a place, those that are watching online, is not a place for you to dump all of your negativity. Amen. I'm telling you because I, I just want you to be strong mentally, emotionally, as women of God, Do not make online social media your place to attack. Can I hear an amen? Okay, you don't get to wake up one day and go, you know, life sucks. No, because then you know what you're doing? Your negative words are affecting everybody around you. What can you do then? Sometimes it's tough for all of us but that's when you hit your knees. That's when you put that worship music on. That's when you go before the Lord and you let all of that stuff affect you. Amen? Yes. You know, you think just because you see happy pictures on, on Facebook or Instagram or online that that person faces no challenges? You know, somebody once came to the altar and was praying with me and they looked at me and they were like, hey, I'd love to tell you, but you, you just probably haven't experienced any of this. You know, or you're too young. I was like, well, I got two kids that graduated college. Try me. Been married 25 years. Try me. I am sure I've been to a hell that you've been to and back. Right? And so the thing that happens is this, is that if we're not careful, we will glorify our problems. And see, do you know that the word says, one of the commandments is that you're not supposed to have an idol. But how many of you, you can make your problem an idol. In fact, we can make it bigger than God. And so I just want to tell you, ladies, not only is God's word so sweet, it's sweet as honey. Do you know that honey to this day is proven to be one of the sweetest substances there is? And God's word will take the bitterness in your heart and it will change it to a sweet, sweet, sweet place. Jesus said to those who receive God's forgiveness, they have to imitate it. How many of you guys have received God's forgiveness in your life? then you know what? You have got to imitate that same thing. You need to forgive people. If you want to live a life with no bitterness, you got to release the people that have hurt you. That doesn't mean that you're okaying what they did, but you're saying, if God, you can come and you can forgive me, then I'm going to forgive them. It may take you doing it every single day for the rest of your life, but you got to verbalize that forgiveness. You see, we have to release the stings, the hurts, and the pain that others have caused us. In fact, when our only hope is that God will forgive us so that we can enter the kingdom of God, then we give up the right to hold anybody hostage in unforgiveness. I'm gonna tell you the toughest thing, ladies, that you've ever heard, and that means I don't care what they've done. When God forgives you, And he hung on that cross for us. And he gave us those sweet words that we call the word of God that is life and breathing. And it comes inside of us. We forfeit the right to hold somebody hostage with unforgiveness. And maybe you feel like you can't do that on your own. Well, that's where God steps in and helps us. There's been people that have done me so wrong. And I have been so angry because I'm human. Amen. Right? And I have had to ask the Lord to help me do it because I didn't want to do it, you know, and I didn't feel like it. Amen. How many of you have gone through that? Right. And then I got to see them again and they're probably going to do it again. Right. We come up with all those things. But when you release things quickly, you do not live a bitter life. Amen. And I know that there's all kinds of unjust things that are represented here today. But you know what? Let the sweetness of God take place of the bitterness. Because I want God to set you free. No matter the sting, no matter the memory, right? Once we're stung, we're really aware of bees. And so once we've been stung by something ugly, we tend to run away from that. But look, God is calling us to forgive the way he forgave us. He's calling us to replace the bitterness with his sweetness. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Get more at Rosalinda.live. If you experience it, we'll examine it. If God's Word says it, we'll stand on it. And when you're feeling faint, we are here with your faith fuel. I'm Rosalinda Rivera. We'll chat again soon. Invite Rosalinda to speak at your meeting or group. Go to Rosalinda.live for more details. Your love is something This podcast was brought to you by New Life for Adults and Youth, celebrating 50 years of restoring broken lives. If you or a family member has been struggling with addiction, New Life for Adults and Youth is the answer. Visit them at newlife.center.